Welcome to the Zondra TV Audio Nation, where we bring you the most interesting topics and conversations from the Zondra TV Network family of shows. And now, let's join the conversation. And today, I'm kind of going to do a mix, a hybrid, with a little bit of fireside chat. I've got an amazing woman here in the studio that's really going to share with us miracles, signs, and wonders. Nadine Smith, welcome to the show. Thank you, Zandra. Thank you for having me. I am so happy to be here. Oh, no, I think I'm happier. <laughs> We're both happy. We're we both happy, because yeah. I, I, I was laying awake last night. I was like, oh, my. Yeah. Uh, she's going to be here. Yeah, you're yeah. an amazing woman. You're yeah. you're an author, mm -hmm. you're a coach, mm -hmm. you're a speaker. Yes. Tell me more about your background and how you got to be an author. Tell me where it all started. Wow, wow. Um, you know, I grew up in Jamaica. I yes. um, really grew up in very poverty-stricken area. You know, when I tell people my story, they don't believe it because you know when you don't look like where you came from? Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's how I grew up. But mm -hmm. um, I love God. Grew up going to church. Grew up just loving the things of God. And, yes. you know, so the more experience I had in life, the more um, God was bringing out of me to go ahead and put it in a book. You know, and so um, fast forward to a few years ago, I, I met a woman of God that um, God connected us and she started mentoring me. Um, and out of that process, uh, and because I wanted to help people, one of my books were birthed. That's called For the Greater Good, How Mentoring Changed My Life. I'm a big okay. proponent for mentorship and that everybody needs somebody to help guide them. And so that's really how that book was birthed. I love it. Because, you know, everybody does need somebody needs to help somebody. coach and mentor them. Yes. You know, I always tell people, Nadine, I've got four coaches. Because, mm. you know, you can't see the blind sides. I, I mean, I've got a business coach. Yes. i got a life coach. Mm -hmm. i got a spiritual coach. Mm -hmm. And i got a media coach. Because yes. I need them all. Yes. I'm like, okay, you look from the media standpoint. Yes. You look from the spiritual yes, and, be, yes, you know, yes, and pray yes, for yes, me yes, and, yes. and see where my blind mm -hmm, spots mm -hmm. are. So I, too, agree with that. Yeah. That's absolute. So, so let me, so born in Jamaica. Yes. But when did you come to the U.S.? I came here in 1995, September 13th, 1995. So I've been here 26 years. Wow. But I originally came to Florida um, with um, my mom. And then um, we moved here. We moved to Houston. Actually, I'm in Dallas now. But we moved to Houston uh, back in 2014. My husband and my, my two boys. Oh, so, yeah. So you got a husband and two children. Yes. All right, all right. I actually have three sons. Oh, okay. Um, one is, he's, he's about to be 26, so he lives in Florida. Okay. But then I have um, a 18-year-old and a 17-year-old. So. You don't even look old enough to 26. Okay, 26. Thank you. Really, you look at 26. Tell the truth about it, Nadine. Oh, my that goodness. Is good. Yes, all the time. Yes, thank you. So, so then, but but was there any work history in between you absolutely. becoming an author? Tell me what absolutely, you did. Absolutely. So I've had over 20 years of experience in wealth management and estate settlement. Oh. And basically, God has given me the privilege to work with some very wealthy clients and offer them services in, in managing their resources sources, their finances. Um, so, and, and I've done a, a teaching on wealth management because, you know, especially for African Americans, you know, um, we don't think that way, but because of my experience and I've yeah. seen the benefits of that, that I want to teach it to certain communities that, listen, you need to think about your legacy, you know, um, what you have, you need to be thinking of passing yes. it on and being effective in that. And I learned that some very famous people actually died without a will. 
you know, and when you do that, what you're saying is, I don't want my family to have any special thing that I have. I want the government to decide what to do with that. So, um, so wealth management has taught me that yes. people are very strategic and intentional in what they have with their substance, mm. with their legacy. And so they write it down. They put it in legal documents to say, when I die, this is how I want what I yeah. have to be distributed to my family members so that they're well taken care of. So I've worked with the bank, banking industry doing that for 20 years. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know what? Because right now, that that's a buzzword right now. Everybody's talking about, you know, living a legacy mm -hmm. and wealth building mm -hmm. and how do you do that? Mm -hmm. I am really, really proud of you that you're, do, that you're helping to educate because yeah. I think um, it, it's got to do with education mm -hmm. and it has to do with mindset. mindset. Um, if you walk around with a, scar a scarcity mindset, mm -hmm. what else can you have mm, other than mm, that? Mm. And so it's really about your mindset. So I really appreciate yes, um, yes, that yes. you're doing that, yes. that you're educating mm -hmm. uh, folks on that. Tell me, out of the, uh, you're now an author. <laughs> you're talking about the book, speaker, life coach. What else do you do? Tell me everything that you do. Well, um, one of the great things that I do and an organization that I'm a part of that I love is called Life Changes Club International. And this is a global organization where the primary purpose is reaching, touching, and changing lives for the better. So we are, we are, we actually have chapters in several um, cities in Nigeria, in London, in South Africa. We have in Atlanta, in Houston, of course, in Florida, and we're expanding to Canada. We have one in in Mexico also. Okay. And so basically, um, it's a faith-based nonprofit organization. So our mandate really is to reach people, touch their lives, and make their lives better, and actually have them experience the love of Christ, whether they're oh, wow. Christians or not. Come and on. so, you know, That's that one of the ways we do that, it's, it's through um, Operation Feed the Poor and Help the Needy. And as a matter of fact, during the pandemic, we actually went into downtown Houston and we provide care packages to up to 200 homeless people. And just we just, and we provided them food on site that they could have and care packages, you know, because a sock is very important to a, a homeless person, yes, you know, and sanitary products is very important to a homeless woman, yes. you know. So those are the things that we do. And we do that several times throughout the year, not just here in North America, but we're doing it all over the world at the same time just That's to touch amazing. people's lives. And then another area is women of influence, which, which I believe that you are a woman of influence. <laughs> where we really just celebrate women who are making a difference with the resources that they have in the yes. community. And so we just combine those women and let them know, hey, we love you, we see you, we celebrate you, thank you for what you're doing. And so we have a big celebration for them. Really? We give them awards. Um, during the pandemic though, wow. we couldn't do it on site. Sure. So we had it, um, our very first e-version, where we celebrated 36 women on the internet. So Facebook awesome. Live was on fire. <laughs> flaming, just it flaming. It was flaming, you know, but it was, it's it. A, it was a stretching for us, you know, because, you know, God will stretch us. And sure. then also we, want, we didn't want to stop because of a pandemic, we still wanted these women to know that we yeah. see them. So, so I love. Okay, um, life you, you're club. doing so many great things. <laughs> I think that's why I couldn't sleep last night. I'm like, look, you're doing so many great things, and now you're saying, mm -hmm. not only are you feeding the homeless, not only are you giving them socks, which is mm -hmm, a really uh, mm -hmm, important mm -hmm, piece. Mm -hmm. uh, the church I previously mm -hmm. was a 
affiliated with, we would go out and feed the mm -hmm. hunger. And, and one of the things we did was the socks, right? Mm -hmm. And the products mm -hmm. that women need yes. um, because everybody needs those. Yes. So uh, I, I, that's, I got to honor you again. <laughs> you see, you're doing great things, not just that, but you're also literally yes. making a difference, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, women of influence. Yes, and yes. I think that that's a wonderful thing too. Well, we're going to take a little break, but I want to kind of set us up for what we're going to talk about when we come back. I really would like to pivot and understand a little bit more about your business today mm -hmm. and what you're doing mm -hmm. and how um, people can get a hold of you okay. uh, and a little bit more about the book. Okay, awesome. we'll be right back. Did you know that most skincare products today have low quality ingredients that can end up doing more harm than good? Your skin needs a guardian angel, Sophiel. Sophiel's pure, natural ingredients hydrate, exfoliate, and nourish your skin. Most people see results in one application. No matter what skin type you have, Sophiel will give you the results you want. Sophiel is skincare for the soul. We've harnessed the power of the Camo Camo Berry for a natural, brightening, nourishing solution. Our patented skincare formula contains only the highest quality, natural, plant-based ingredients that are so pure you can eat them. Sophiel is food for your skin, so feed your skin well. You know, your skin deserves the best. Visit ShopSophiel.com and give your skin the guardian angel it deserves. Go to ShopSophiel.com and use code SOUL20 to save 20%. Your skin deserves the best. Get started today. Watch this and so much more on Sandra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit ZondraTV.com. We're back where I've been talking to Nadine Smith, who is an amazing woman that does a lot of amazing things. Nadine, before the break, we were talking about, you know, all the things that you've done, feeding the homeless, mm -hmm. you've got a, 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 an awards mm -hmm. uh, uh, program for, for women, mm -hmm. uh, and you still have your life coaching and you're an author. Mm -hmm. I want to kind of dive a little bit deeper into your current business mm -hmm. of what you do, how mm -hmm. you do it. Tell me, tell me. You know, I, I, I'm going to say that I'm a servant. Come that, on, that's servant. That's how <laughs> I express it because, <laughs> you know, I love what I do and I love people. And for me personally, the reason why I do what I do mm -hmm. with so much heart is because it was given to me also. And oh. this was given what someone is, my mentor sold into me. I, I have committed to myself that I will also sow that into others. Yes. So that's why um, one of the main things that I do, I'm a seven-star leadership trainer. Um, and that's all a part of what I do with Life Changers Club International, where the international president is Apostle Joy Life Changers. She's my mentor, my coach. And so um, we do this seven-star leadership trainer, which is for us, that's the, the highest form of leadership excellence. And we want everybody to love to serve and to lead in excellence because leadership is responsibility. You know, and when God puts leadership on you, yes. you have a responsibility to be effective in it. And yes. so um, one of our goals is to work with companies, to work with churches, and even individuals who want to step up their game. You know, yeah. you want to stand out in this. Everybody wants to be to speak nowadays. You know, everybody <laughs> is a life be a coach. coach. 
you know. <laughs> but we want to give you yeah. the tools to um, to stand out. What yeah. makes you be the person that is called to do this? It's yes. because of what you bring to the table. Like I always tell people in business, when you're meeting mm-hmm. with someone who has the finances, the finance and idea that you have, yes, literally they're buying into you before they even buy into the product or the That's idea. Right. That's so right. when we when we work together and when we we get to a place where we understand mm-hmm. what your goals are and we work with you and we train you yes. to become your the best version of yourself then of course yes. you're going to get um the financing for your business so th- this is what I'm focused on in this season you know I just um I've spoken in in Nigeria I, I was in Nigeria in July you know and I had the opportunity to speak on the power of vision because <laughs> where there is no vision, the people, people perish. perish. And what? And I, I, I was telling um, in that speech, I said, you know, in Jeremiah chapter one, verse five, I was talking about that scripture in the wrong way because I was saying before you were formed in your mother's womb, but that's not what the scripture says. It says before I formed you, you. God mm-hmm. formed you in your mother's womb, not just anything. It, it, it's, it's more than just your mom and dad getting together. And so because God, who is the creator of all, formed you in your mother's womb, yes. that means you came into this earth with vision Come on the on. inside, with Come purpose on. on your inside. And so there's an expectation for that purpose that is on your inside, Come for on. it to be effective in the earth because you have the solution for the earth. All of Come us on. have a solution. You're a solution right now, Zandra. <laughs> Zandra TV Network is a solution. a solution right mm. now. Okay, I'm loving this because you know that that's, okay, so you said so many things that I'm like, ooh, 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 ooh. The first thing is people do not buy a website. They don't buy the colors. Uh, they don't buy a logo. They buy you. You. And so you are the most valuable asset and the true resource. So when you understand that, that's 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 kind of like the foundation, the step one, because the real foundation is, is that you are still here Mm -hmm. because you have something that you must do in the universe. Yes. Yes. Period. That you. Look, I can't even get it together now. I'm like, wow. So, so I love this. And so you're out teaching leadership mm-hmm, principles. Mm-hmm. Give me an example of a couple of leadership principles that you're, you're out well, there teaching. Well, I just said leadership is responsibility. Yeah. Okay, responsibility. So when you have been given an opportunity to be a leader, yes, you have to understand that you have a responsibility to those you lead. Okay. And many of us are claiming leadership. But how do you know that you're a leader? Come on. By looking behind you. Do you have followers? <laughs> okay. Is there someone that is following you? You know what I mean? Is there someone that is looking up to you? So those are the the the, the okay. key principles we want to teach because everybody else is already yeah. saying, you know, I have the suit, I have the 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 clothes, I have yes. the money, I have the look, but we're saying Who's following you? Okay, so who's whose lives you? are you affecting? Yes. Whose life are you changing for the better? Not oh, just changing, but it. changing for the better. Are you paying it forward? Are you leaving a legacy? And when we mm. hear about legacy, we think money. But legacy is not just it's money. It's more than that. It's what you put in people. Come how on. you help people. How you pour into people. Give me some on that. <laughs> we got the high five on that. Because we always think. Mm-hmm. We are so conditioned in our minds to think about when we say legacy, yeah. it is money. Yeah. 
you know, when we think about, you know, really how to be a servant leader, mm, we want to put money on that. How, how much you going to pay me? You may not make a dime, mm, mm. but you are getting rewards in heaven, mm, not on mm, earth. Mm, mm, so learn how to be a yes, servant leader. Yes, yes. I love this. This is a great conversation. Listen, if y'all need some leadership, Nadine Smith is the woman. <laughs> how do they get a hold of you if they'd like to work with you? Oh, absolutely. So they can visit my website. Um, it's www.nadinebsmith.com. Okay. But also, I wanted to give the website for Life Changes Club also. Okay. It's www.lifechangesclub.org. Lifechangersclub.org. Okay. They could call me, 713-927-1677, and I'm all over social media, Nadine B. Smith. Nadine B. Smith, you are something else. <laughs> I'm loving this. So teaching people how to lead effectively. Mm -hmm. uh, and I would imagine, you know, one of the things that we were talking about, I heard you say many times, uh, your success factors mm -hmm. are all built around kingdom building. Kingdom. Absolutely. Okay. Kingdom. That's, that's key because we want people to understand that the reason why you have gifts and talents, it's not about you. Yes. You know, God put yes. that, those in you for a purpose. Now, remember the story of Joseph. Joseph had a dream. And yes, he, he said the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars bowing yes. to him. Yes. But Joseph went through a process, right, mm -hmm. to get to that purpose, <laughs> yes. right? So, so the process yes. was he was sold into slavery. <laughs> then he worked in Potiphar's house. And what did then, he go? And then the wife, <laughs> he had to run. <laughs> then he ended up in, in, in prison. He ended yes. up in jail. Yes. And I tell people this. One of the things that I admire about Joseph is that nowhere in the Bible did Joseph turn away from his principle. Yeah, right. From the core of who he is. That's good. And so when we can help people to build their core, to know that, listen, the core of who you are, God has already said who you are. You just have to come in agreement with him. In you alignment. Know, in alignment. And as come Joseph on. believed, that's why he didn't act out of character that's despite... Right. Yes. In spite of what he was going through, he yes. believed that the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars would bow to him. And he wanted to see that happen. Mm -hmm. So we know what happened with Joseph. Joseph eventually became prime minister yes. at, of Egypt next to Pharaoh, second in command. Here is the one principle I want to tell people today about that. Okay. Joseph's assignment, his purpose, was not about him. Or else it would have ended with him just being prime minister. Okay. It was about saving a nation. Oh, saving a nation. You got to hold that. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Watch this and so much more on Zondra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku or visit ZondraTV.com. We're back where I've been talking to Nadine Smith, who again is an amazing woman that's really been teaching us, teaching us about how we have been planted here. We are still here in order to do great things in the universe. And she's been doing some really great things in the universe. Nadine, I, you, you have really been speaking to my heart and my soul today. 
And I really admire you for the work that you're doing in the community, the work that you're doing in your business, and you're helping people to tap into that leadership, understanding how to be a servant leader. Because really, you know, if we if you take it, you know, direct to the Bible, all of the leadership principles are there. Yes. Jesus was the greatest leader. Yes. So I love what you're doing. But, you know, I want to talk a little bit about life circumstances because I, I know that, you know, I've had life circumstances and I know many of you that are watching this show, you all have had life circumstances that almost, you know, it's a boomerang effect. It could, you could throw it out and sometimes it come back and it hit you upside your head. I've had many life circumstances that have happened to me. And so one of my favorite sayings is, don't let life circumstances define you. Mm but allow them to create depth in your character. Wow, wow, wow. Because yeah. God knows from the very beginning that you're going to go through these circumstances. How you respond dictates how you recover, isn't it? Yes. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I'm, I, you know, I have to tell a little backstory because I want to just say I'm not a person that scrolls on, uh, you know, all of the social media looking for stories. But this Sunday morning when I sat down, and I opened up LinkedIn, you popped up. Mm. And you said it was about five minutes after you had posted it. Yeah. So I know that that was a divine appointment for me when I, when I read your story. Mm -hmm. Your story touched me. Mm -hmm. It touched me deeply. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me a little bit, just start from the beginning of that circumstance, because mm. I know this is going to bless the viewers. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, Tell absolutely. Me. So um, February 26th, um, my son ended up um, in the hospital. Uh, he, uh, three days prior, he had called me, he's in college, his first year of college, and he had called me and he said, Mom, I'm feeling sick, can you pick me up? I picked him up and, you know, just trying to nurse him back to health. Um, having no clue what was going on inside his body. But I know the Lord told me, just begin to pray, sing Malachi 4, 2 over him mm. and anoint him and speak over every organ. And so we, I was doing that for like two, three days, but you know, no change in his, in his body. He just had a fever and a headache and he started throwing up. So I took him to get tested for the COVID and it was negative. So I decided to take him to the hospital. They told me that they were gonna just run some tests. It seems like meningitis and I could get him back in a few hours. That never happened. Um, they called me later and said they can't figure out what was going on with him and he crashed basically. No pulse, they had to put him on a ventilator. Um, he wasn't breathing at all. The ventilator was breathing 100% for him. There was an um, obvious infection somewhere in his body um, and so they had to put him on, I think about five different antibiotic. And then his heart rate just started skyrocketing and his blood pressure dropped so low that they had to put him on blood pressure medication and put him in ICU to monitor him because he was on so much blood pressure medication. So listen, mm -hmm. February when, what year? 2021. Did y'all hear? Okay, February. Because we got the timeline is important. Uh, absolutely. February 2021. Yes. Tested for COVID, mm -hmm. no COVID. Yes. Still feeling a decline mm -hmm. in his health. Mm -hmm. You yes. took him, potentially mm -hmm. meningitis. Mm -hmm. Not the case. Yes. 
<laughs> run a lot of other tests, yeah. not the case. Yes, yes. And then what? So then they told us that they're doing their own testing, so we wouldn't be able to see him until the following day. The Saturday, which was February 27th, I w we went to see him. He was on his stomach. He was swollen. The doctors came in. A bunch of doctors came in, and he said, Mom, we have done all we can to help your son. And I just want to explain to you what is going on. Inside of your son looks like a bomb exploded. And he said that we did an x-ray of his lungs and both lungs are gone. His kidneys have shut down. He has stopped peeing. He has colitis. And he, he has, um, his body was septic. And he was sepsis. Now, a norm, for, for sepsis, a normal range is two. And if you go to four, that could kill you. He, his was at 14. Jeez. So his was seven times the normal limit. And the doctor came in and he said, the only thing we could do is put him on life support and see what happens. I called my mentor. She said, whatever they need to do to make him comfortable, put him. I walked out that room and they said, we have to do the surgery right now, immediately. I walked out of that room and I said, God, you know. I said, you know. <laughs> I can't express how I'm feeling, but you know my heart. Mm. And I said, you know, this is my son. And I said, I know mm. that he has purpose. And I, he's 18. His purpose is not yet fulfilled. But I said, God, I trust you. And if he dies, you're still God. But I know what your word says. And mm. he shall not die. I said, God, make it like it never happened. <laughs> okay. Powerful words. Make it like it never happened. Yes. Not that you won't know the details. Mm. But make it like it never happened for him. Yeah. But but tell me about your son, because I, I think you told me that he teaches Bible study. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about it. What's his Hayden. name? What is his name? Hayden. Hayden. Hayden and Hayden is already ministering. Correct. Yes. yes. Tell me what he does. He actually he's, he goes to Houston Baptist University. Nothing could convince him to go anywhere else. He got accepted in all five colleges he applied to, but he decided that he wanted to be an apologist. He wanted to be someone who defends the gospel and teaches people how to defend the gospel. And so that was his first year in Houston Baptist University. And he's also a scientist. He's doing science. And he said he, the reason why, because people say science says there's no God. But he says science actually tells us that there is a God. Come on. <laughs> he said science it. is in agreement with God. And that's why he wants to combine both. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yes. So he died. So the doctor. <laughs> look, 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 you know, speak to us right now because yeah. I'm like, okay, he, he's, he's in a Bible college. Mm -hmm. um, he's studying science as well. Yes. And at the same time, he teaches Bible study mm -hmm. yes. uh, he, on he a regular does. basis. He does. Not on a regular basis, but the night that he okay. fell sick and I took him home, he actually was the speaker on our prayer line. And okay. he completed that. And about a few weeks ago, he actually held a Zoom with 47 young people. And he was, they were asking him questions, difficult questions like, if God is real, why is there so much evil in the earth? You yes, know? yes. And he was answering all those questions because he knew that that's what young people struggle with a lot. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. <sighs> so you got to be a proud mother. I am. To have Hayden doing so much mm -hmm. for the kingdom Amen. at a young age. Yes, yes. But you also have to know that that is probably giving Satan a nervous breakdown. <laughs> and I'm glad. And he's mad. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> yeah, and we are too, right? <laughs> so, so, so 
here's your 18 year old son in college, mm -hmm. literally, body shuts down. Yes. When you might have just thought it was COVID, yeah. it wasn't COVID. Mm -hmm. Okay, meningitis, it wasn't that. Mm -hmm. Body shuts down, mm -hmm. goes into all of these different things mm -hmm. of like a bomb blew up inside of him. Yes, the doctor's words. Yes. And you still had the one thing. And what was that one thing you had? <laughs> Faith. <laughs> But the size of a mustard seed will do what? Okay, so faith. You faith. had faith. Faith. And you believe that God was going to make it like yes. it never, ever Absolutely. happened. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the one thing I asked God for. I said, no medication. I said, I know he's not going to die. I said, no medication. No no therapy. No, no oxygen. No. I said, make it like it never happened. That means the doctor said his heart was bad, 10% functioning. Wow. His kidneys, everything, every organ was dead. dead. I said, God, I want a new heart, new liver, new lungs, new kidney. Come on. Seven days. Seven days. <laughs> Listen, can you stay over for it? I can. I, I, want, I want to continue to talk about this. Listen, we're going to be doing part two of this segment with Nadine Smith, where we're going to be talking about what actually happened to her son, Hayden. So stay tuned for part two. Peace. Hi, it's Zandra with Zandra TV Network. I just wanted to say, if you need a little bit of encouragement, go check out the Fanny Minute Show, where she is truly the faith and inspiration lady and will help you to navigate your life. Watch this and so much more on Zandra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit ZondraTV.com. We're back where we've been talking to Nadine Smith, and we have covered a lot of territory. So before the break, we were talking about, you know, a, a life circumstance. Mm -hmm, yes. And that it doesn't define you. But 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 I look at what we've talked about thus far, and I kind of want to bring y'all up to speed. Um, if you haven't been watching the whole episode, literally, you are a woman uh, from Jamaica. Yes. And that you moved um, to Florida. Mm -hmm. You uh, got married, got a family moved to, to Houston, Texas. Um, you have a history of helping people mm -hmm. with mindset around wealth and legacy, mm -hmm. which yeah. is really awesome. But not only that, you have um, this nonprofit organization. What's the name of it again? Life Changers Club International. Life Changers Club International that is helping to feed hundreds and mm -hmm. hundreds of mm -hmm. folks. Mm -hmm. And you're involved with that. But then you also have this award ceremony every year where you honor women that are on the move. Mm -hmm. So you, you got your hands, you're giving, you know, homeless <laughs> people socks and <laughs> the things that they need. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're a woman on the move and you're doing great things. And if I look at you today with your beautiful self, you. I mean, absolutely gorgeous, <laughs> you know, burgundy on and smiling, <laughs> you would not think that you had any significant life changes mm. or circumstances mm -hmm. that happened to you, mm -hmm. which is really a testament to God's glory, Amen. right? Amen. <laughs> it's Amen. a true testament. But you were just talking about a life circumstance that was served to you. Yeah. And I, I'm going to tell you, I have a son. Mm. I have one son. Mm. And I can only imagine 
if this had happened to me, what that would be like. Hmm. Tell me some of the emotion hmm. that you experienced when you found out it wasn't COVID. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. you know, this or that. It, it, it was something that yeah. nobody could really even call. Yeah. Yeah. What, what were you feeling at this time? You know, I've, I've, I've been asked this question so many times, Andra. And um, the thing I want to say about the feelings is I, I literally packed them away. I refused my emotions. During that period, I, I didn't feel emotion and I was intentional mm. with that. Because when the doctor called, it was the Friday night when he died and he crashed. And the doctor called, it was like 2.45 a.m. My husband and I were sitting in bed and we were holding hands as the doctor was talking to us, giving us bad news. And after the doctor hanged up, my husband started crying. Because he, he later told me that in his heart, he felt like 245 was Hayden's date of death, um, time, of, time death. of death. Yes. And so my husband started crying. And the Holy Spirit said to me, you have two choices. You could either join him and cry, or you could get up and begin to declare the come word. On, come on. And I jumped out of the bed. And for the next hour and a half, whatever word I have inside of me, I begin to declare it over my son. I begin to declare the promises of God over him. And when I was done, I called intercessors and warriors. I said, we need to pray for Hayden because he's not going to die. And so from that moment on, I, I don't think I've even shed a tear to today, honestly, because I couldn't, I couldn't give in to the emotions. You see, we have to understand <laughs> That sometimes when life tries you in yeah. deep places, you cannot give emotion, give over to emotions mm -hmm. to the point because emotions, if not properly trained, will cause you to lose sight and lose faith. Come on. Okay. So when you begin yes. to, 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 to let the emotion take you over, yes. then hope goes. And I, and I refused to let go of my hope. And I refuse to let my son die based on the word of God, you know? So that's, that's, that's where I was at. So every day I went to that hospital and it's like, it's, it's, I, I, it's like I was a robot, but with the word of God. <laughs> a robot. Yeah, I was he like. He will live and not die. Yes. And, and I, I, I was more I action it. oriented during yes. that time. So I did things like I would speak to him. I would speak into his ears. I did things like I would anoint him. I did things like I would take communion every day with him. Okay. For him. Okay. Like, and I let him know that I'm doing it. So, so, but I, you, <laughs> communion, communion, bleeding the blood. Yes. Okay. Yes. But I, I want to go back a little bit because mm -hmm. you said I will not give in to emotion. Mm -hmm. I, again, let me, how you respond yeah. dictates how you recover. Absolutely. And so your response was, I'm going to stand firm on the rock. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stand firm mm -hmm. on my salvation. Yeah. I'm going to stand firm on the word of God. Yes. Yes. That's yes. basically what you and said. And I believed God. And you believed him. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care what it smelled like. Yeah, I don't care yeah, what they yeah. tell me. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Now, I, I know your husband mm -hmm. probably was looking like, what in, the, I mean, what? He probably was like, yeah. he, he asked okay? me. Yeah. He asked me a couple of times. He's like, this is not normal. 
You know, he he he'll be like, this you're, you're not, you know, cry. You haven't cried. Why why haven't you cried? You know. But he will tell me, he said, I'm so glad that you didn't. Like you stood um firm, you know, because we have to balance each other out. You know yes. what I mean? So um so I need I knew what needed to happen in that moment. And in that moment, I had to be a warrior and an intercessor. I couldn't be a mother to a certain extent to where it, it keeps me emotional. Like, my son, my son, no. This is a man of God. This is purpose. This is somebody God has birthed into this earth with a purpose. You know, so it's like I had to become a warrior for him. Mm. And I told the devil, I said, listen, you came a day too late. I already believe. I already trust God. So even if, and I said it to God, even if you take Aiden, you are still God. Mm -hmm. And I will still love you and I will still serve you. Come because on, sometimes sister. we deal with things that don't turn out the way we want it. You know, some people have lost loved ones, even in the pandemic. Yes. But does that mean that they didn't have faith? No. Does that mean that God didn't see them? God doesn't love them? Yeah. Absolutely not. Right. So when we have that conviction and that faith, then we can trust God that either they're healed here or they're healed in heaven. Come on. But God is still God. Yes. You know, and we yes. trust God and we love God and we will stand in faith. I, you know, I, <laughs> this story is just so, it's miraculous to me. I, I mean, you know, we want to see miracle signs and wonders. Absolutely. And I'm sitting here across from you going, you have experienced that, and that has to be the highest level of God's glory, mm -hmm. especially it's your own, it's my own flesh and blood, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it, it's gotta be just like baffling in a way, right? But you never let your emotions get in the way, and that's what I love, because emotional emotions will cause you to react in a way that, 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 that is counterintuitive mm -hmm. to the healing power mm -hmm. of God, on, right? So, so you believed, you called a prayer team together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you got your prayer warriors lined up, and 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 they were praying on a daily basis, hourly basis. They was they was praying hours every and day, and you were the messenger. Yes. When we come back from this break, <laughs> I got to talk about how you sent the message, yes. because see, you were sending the message in a way that you, if you're watching this show, you need to understand how to send that message mm -hmm. and send it clear. Mm -hmm. So we'll be right back. Are you traveling long-term internationally? Moving to another country? How's your furry family member going to get there? You won't be able to just buy them a plane ticket. There's a whole series of processes and red tape that no one wants to sift through. You need a partner. You need Doggone Taxi. We take the confusion and headache out of moving your pet to your new country. We take care of the shipping, the fees, the health permits, and anything else that your destination country requires. Visit DoggoneTaxi.com and get your free move quote today. That's DoggoneTaxi.com. Watch this and so much more on Sandra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit ZondraTV.com. We're back where I've been talking to Nadine Smith out of Houston, Texas, who really has had some miracles occur in her life and her son's life. 
I have a son, an only son, and probably many of you that are viewing, you have children. Imagine this happening to your children that the doctors tell you that it looked like a bomb blew up inside of mm -hmm. your child mm -hmm. and you refuse to accept what the doctors say. <laughs> That's really what happened, y'all. Yes, absolutely. You refused. I, I want to talk about you deploying the prayer team mm -hmm. because uh, prayer changes things, right? Mm -hmm. So you deployed a prayer t team. Were you strategic about that or was there already one in place? Absolutely. I was okay. very strategic. <laughs> I was a businesswoman in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> Strategic. Because, you know, as a mother, you know, I, I really, the worst thing you could do is to attack my children. Now, I will go easy on you when you come at me. But when you come at my children, you're going to die. Like, the devil is going to die. Yeah. So I was yeah. very strategic. So I, I, would, I was sending out voice notes every morning to, to the prior team. Um, and I had... A, three different prior teams going on. Life Changes Club International, the entire organization was praying from, from Africa to London, to Canada, to Come Mexico. On. Everybody was praying under the leadership of our international president, Apostle Joy. And so when the doctor would tell me, your son's lungs is gone, I would just say, we need new lungs. <laughs> when the doctor said your son's heart was only functioning at 10%, I just said, we need new heart. So every organ, we need new kidneys. We need new liver. Every organ, so every damage, every time the doctor said something was gone, something was bad, he was talking to me about lung transplant, possibly if he survived. And I was like, no, we need new lungs. Okay, because you had decreed from the very beginning, mm -hmm. God, make it like it never happened. Make it like it never happened. There's power in our tongue. Yes. And what I... The, when I talked to you before, what really arrested my attention is that man, doctor, can say, you know, his, his lungs are gone. Mm. They're dead. Mm -hmm. Now, we could have relayed that back and gave the whole 911 on the story because that's what we normally do. Well, they say, oh, God, you know, his lungs are dead, right? Yeah. But not you. No. Not you. No. You took the report of what the doctor said, but you never... Translated decreed it. Never. Hey, Never. That, that's what's good yeah. in this story. His lungs is it, failed. They, they're dead. Need a new lung mm -hmm. to the prayer team. Mm -hmm. See, I like that that's all because I you never mm -hmm. took that in because mm -hmm. sometimes we can take mm -hmm. in the negativity into what into our lives yeah. and we start believing it. Yeah. Then we start writing a storyline about it. And so you didn't allow that to happen. No, no. You translated and decreed mm -hmm. what God was going to do because mm -hmm. you had already said, make, make it, it like, like it, it never happened. happened. And the thing is, Zandra, nobody except me, not, not even my husband, really got the full story the full report. Mm. They only got the report I gave them. <laughs> and I didn't give everybody the same report because not everybody's at the same level. And Come I was on. very strategic in this. I, I needed the right people to have the right information, but I also needed the right atmosphere. We're yes. not praying from a place of defeat. We're praying from a place victory. of victory. victory. God said it. Yes. You know, and so that's what I, I was not going to give up. I needed the word of God to work. And oh. so when I talked to God, I said, God, I, I'm okay. Doctors, I, I know that you give doctors wisdom. And I am okay. I know that you give us wisdom. We might need to take some medication. 
you know, today yes. or to help us along because this world is, is, is chaotic. It's not perfect. So I'm, I'm, I'm understanding of the need sometimes that we have to take medication. But I said, God, for this situation, I need it to be supernatural. Come on. I said, I need it to be a miracle. <laughs> I, said, I said, God, he tried, the devil tried to take my son on a Friday, uh, February 26th. I said, every Friday, I want a miracle. I want something to change for the better for him until it's like it never happened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so you even decreed that. Uh, yes, ma'am. Because what, when we decree, mm -hmm. it's not just about saying, but you're decreeing, yeah, decreeing. I need mm -hmm. to stand on the word mm -hmm. that every Friday, mm -hmm. it started on a Friday, mm -hmm. so every seven days, I need to see America. the report of yeah, God. I, I, don't, I, I, I know what the papers say. Mm -hmm. I know what the statistics mm -hmm. are saying mm -hmm. and all this, but I need to see the report yeah. of the Lord. Yes, and, and during this time, my expectation was it's going to happen, but the doctors was feeding me you know, bad news every day, every single day. And the last thing they told me, they said, um, you know, your son, there's, there's something that tells you about your muscles. Um, I don't know the medical term mm -hmm. for it, but you know, a normal person's muscle functioning is at 300. His was at 29,000. What that means is that his muscles had deteriorated, started deteriorating. So his oh levels my. were at 29,000. Oh my. So it's not like it was a living body. The body mm. was dead. A matter of fact, the 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 people um who put him on life support called me because he was on an an ECMUSH machine. So he was on a, a heart pump machine, he was on the life support machine, he was on um, the ventilator, and he was on dialysis machine. So he had four machines that was on at the same time. And, and tell me how many tell me how many cords and lines. Thousands. Like I I have the pictures and I have the video because I couldn't. I, there was no space for me to like be comfortable in the room. Um, there were so many cords and, and, and bags of fluid um, that was attached to him. Oh, and my, my, my. God, I was, I was looking at all these thousands of cords and I was like, God, the Lord said to me, look at this. Science says I don't exist. But this very setup says I exist. There is no man who has the capability to be able to take these thousands of cords and put them together in such a way to bring anything, any healing to Hayden's body. Mm. God said it takes me, God, to give them the insight and the revelation as to how to get it done. So uh, science uh, uh, doesn't say I don't exist. Science proves my existence. Okay. And that's the same thing, Hayden. Oh, don't say. And then your son is studying that because he and he's he's defending that. Yes, that absolutely. absolutely. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I mean, this is this is like oh, but like they say, this is a double hitter. I, I just can't even take it. Really, really, really. So now every seven days, I, I heard you say that very clearly about every seven days. Mm -hmm. uh, very quickly, tell me what happened the first. The first seven, seven days. days Every single machine was removed from him, and he was awake, alert. He was chewing. He was sucking on ice. In seven, in days, seven days. The first seven days. The so this was seven. seven Y'all hear what we saying? We said but seven days. Mm -hmm. All of those thousands of lines were removed. Everything was removed. Okay, listen. You know we gotta take breaks. <laughs> oh, but when we come back, yes. I want to talk about that healing process and how that really all happened. We'll be right back. Mm. 
wow, wow, wow. Hi, it's Zandra with Zandra TV Network. I just wanted to say, if you need a little bit of encouragement, go check out the Fanny Minute Show, where she is truly the faith and inspiration lady and will help you to navigate your life. Hi, this is Zandra with Real Biz Talk with Zandra. I want to invite you to go check out some of our new and latest episodes. They are epic. You can't afford to miss it. Go to the new Zandra TV Network at ZandraTV.com. See you there. Welcome back. We've been here talking to Nadine about miracles, signs, and wonders. And there's been lots of signs. There's been lots of wonders that have occurred with her and her son. And his her son is a walking miracle. Mm-hmm. I am elated about what I've heard. But before the break, you know what we said? You, I thought you were saying every seven days and every seven days something did happen. But you really are saying that out of all of this, his lungs, his kidney, his heart, his his liver, all of that blew up, it wasn't functioning. He was on life support. Mm-hmm. You lost him a couple of times yes. and he came back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in seven days, yes. those thousand of tubes that yes. you s- described, mm-hmm. those thousand tubes got removed. Yes. Oh, I want to know what the doctors and the nurses said. I can't wait to hear. First of all, um, they actually was praying for him. They later told us that everyone on staff was praying for him. He was their youngest um, patient. He was actually in the cardiac ICU. Mm. And so they were all praying for him. They said there must be something special about this young man. Why, you know, the devil was trying to take him out. So all the staff was praying for him. And so um, the thing is the doctor, the, the, the team for the um, ECMO machine called me, right? Because they figured it was time to take him off life support, but it wasn't a good call. It was, you know, we need you to gather all the family together because we're gonna take him off life support. He's not gonna make it, you know? Mm. And so I told him, I said, I'll get back to you on that because we bring for something else over here, you know? So, yes. so the doctor, a few days after that, the doctor called me and said, you know what? I think we're gonna try to, you know, uh, we're gonna take him into surgery and try to start, you know, take him off of everything and, and see how he responds. And so, um, and then they're gonna take him to MRI because they needed to check his heart. And the only organ in his body that wasn't affected was his brain, but every other oh, organ my. was affected. And so um, they took him to do the MRI and all of that, and then they took him into surgery. And when I got there, Hayden turned and looked at me. Mm. When I walked into that room, Mm. he was awake, alert. He was off every machine. Now, the first few days, he had no pulse. The first few days, he was in the hospital, no pulse. They They couldn't get a pulse from him for nothing. You know, and one of the doctors later said to me, said to him, Hayden, do you know how many times you died? He said to him, when I heard, because this doctor didn't care for him in the hospital. He was a part of the group, though. But he heard the story. And he said to him, he said, when I heard what they did to your body, I had to come see you. Mm. And he was so shocked. He started taking pictures of him. He said, you're a celebrity in this hospital. He said, every doctor... Your file was sent to every doctor. 
even doctors who had nothing to Come do on. with your case. Mm. He said, Mom, this is a miracle because we've seen so many deaths. He said, I've been a, a, a cardiac doctor for years. None of my patients have ever survived what Hayden went through. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> and he said, I know somebody was praying. I said, yes, sir. It's a miracle. Jesus did it. Oh, yeah. And in seven days, Andra, Hayden was off everything. The first thing he did when he saw me, he told me to take the iPod because I leave that my iPod, I left my iPod there playing music. And yes. I told him, nobody touch this. Nobody turn it off. Turn, don't turn it down. Just leave it. And he used his hand because he didn't have any strength in his hand and typed food. First thing. Food. Food. I'm hungry. <laughs> Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Yes, food. he will. Yes, he will. <laughs> okay. And, and, but I heard something else mm -hmm. that I want to be keen on this, too, because yes. I, I think I forgot to mention this. Yes. Yes. You said for every day that mm -hmm. he was in that um, hospital mm -hmm. that you went and had the Lord's Supper with him. Absolutely. Every single day. And tell day. me why you did that. Tell me what made you say that I'm going to do that every day. Even though he was out, he couldn't partake in mm -hmm. it, you took it on his mm -hmm. behalf. Tell me why. Because the, Lord, the Lord's Supper is actually um, a part of our family. We do that often, yes. you know, with our children. Yes. The Bible says as often as you, you do, do it, it you know. It so it's not just yes. every first Sunday. <laughs> it's as often as you do it, you know. And so, um, and I understood that that's the body and the blood of Christ. Mm -hmm. It's not a symbol. It is. The body, that's what Jesus said, this is it's my body, body. Yes. broken for you. Yes. And so one of the things I always have my kids say is this is the body of Christ that was broken for me. And when I take it into my body, I receive everything that the body of Christ was broken to come give on, me. Come on, come so I knew he could hear me. So when I went there, I told him exactly what I'm doing. I said, Hayden, I'm about to do the communion. I know you can't take it, but I'm taking it for you. And I would mm. say to his ears, this is the body of Christ that was broken for you. Mm, when on. I take this into my body, you're receiving everything that the body of Christ was broken to give to you. This is the blood of Christ. And I would anoint him and I would let him know, I'm putting oil on you. I'm putting oil on you. And I would cover him with my prayer shawl and I would leave him there. But I would Come talk home. to him every day like... Y'all need you to get up because we get ready to do this. Yes. So you was I, our... I, yes. I didn't go there with pity or like, Hayden, no. I talked to him every... I, I gave him news updates. I told him how his friends were doing. I told him about the movies. Come on. The, um, the shows that we liked watching together. I kept him up to date on everything that was going on because that was a part of my faith. That was a part of me releasing faith also. Look here. I just feel like... Oh. <laughs> Faith. Faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not, not seen. seen. And I don't care what our natural eyes see. We got to have a spiritual mindset in order to continue to walk in that thing mm -hmm. and believe. Mm -hmm. Not mm -hmm. only believing for you, but you believing for your son. Mm -hmm. all, okay, so now here, <laughs> okay, all the tubes are removed. Yes. He, he's able to talk on the seventh day, mm -hmm. completeness, seven mm -hmm. days. Seven. But they had did MRIs and they had looked inside of him. What did they say about that? Everything was new. Brand new. His, his, his lungs were perfect. His heart was perfect. His kidneys, his liver, his, his colon, everything was like it never happened on that seventh day. Everything. I have to say thank the you, The doctor Jesus. said to oh, me, 
he said, something is strange. He said, when we took him to do the MRI of his heart, it came back normal. Yes, sir. That's a miracle. <laughs> Absolutely. Jesus did it. Yes. You know, so everything. The only thing that he had to deal with was he, his, his muscle was, was broken down, so he didn't have any strength, strength or anything. Mm -hmm. Even though they tried to give him some therapy in the hospital, that didn't work either um, because of how long, you know, he's been. And then he also ended up being malnourished. Oh, because no food. No food. No food. No. In, in all that period. Okay. Yeah, I could talk to you for weeks. <laughs> but tell me about Hayden today. Tell today. them. You, he was healed mm -hmm. in that hospital. Mm -hmm. He was renewed mm -hmm. and restored mm -hmm. in that hospital. Yes, yes. What is Hayden doing today? Hayden is in, on campus. Living, <laughs> his, living his best life, looking like it never happened. When I tell you, there is no evidence no, no medication, no therapies, no nothing. As a matter of fact, they sent him to occupational therapies. The, 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 when the first time we went, the lady said, he doesn't need occupational therapy. He needs nothing. Come on. Today, he's playing basketball. He's lifting weights. He's, by March, this is February 26th. By March, Hayden was <laughs> doing everything that he was doing before. Wow. Okay. We got about a minute left, yes, yes. but I want you to give a final word to the people. Yeah. Look in that camera and tell the people what you want them to know about what you experienced with your son. Yes. I want you to know that miracle still happened. Jesus is still in the miracle business in 2021. I'm not telling you about something that happened 10 years ago. I'm telling you about something that happened this year, that even in the midst of a pandemic, God showed up and did a miracle in my son's life. And I believe by the reason of you hearing my voice right now, that God is gonna do something for you. The hope, the thing that you're believing God for, I'm believing with you that God will release it to you right now in the name of Jesus Amen. Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for Thank being here. Thank you for having me. I could have talked to you for 100,000 hours. <laughs> Thank you for watching a hybrid show of Real Biz Talk with Sandra and Fireside Chat because I love to showcase people so that they could tell their story. And today we had an amazing story about miracle signs and wonders. Thank you for watching. Until I see you again, be the best you. Peace. Watch this and so much more on Zondra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit zondratv.com.